Welcome to Keeping It Real with Shana Recker, the podcast for network marketing girlfriends looking for unfiltered and authentic advice on how to navigate through building your business alongside the craziness of life. My guests and I keep it super real here for you guys, zero fluff. So welcome to today's episode. So welcome everybody to today's interview. I'm so excited to be here with the beautiful, I know you guys can't see her on the podcast, but for those of you guys who get to see the video, the beautiful Rita Catalino and um, you guys, I can't even, she sent me her bio and it's like, it's like a full page of awesome stuff that's happened in her life. So I'm going to give you a snapshot. She's going to be able to share her story in a minute, but Rita is a seven year fitness career, a fitness career competitor and model. Um, she's a certified fitness trainer and coach, which is really how we met. I did your uh, fitness okay. program, the mm-hmm. four weeks to fab, which I loved. Um, she's a motivational speaker. And if you had a chance to listen to her anywhere um, in the world out there, cause I know you're out there quite a bit. She's an amazing motivational speaker. She'll get you moving. She's graced the cover of over seven magazines, including Oxygen Magazine, which I know is a big one for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's had a lot of amazing success in her life. You guys, she's only been in network marketing for two years, two years, and she's already a number one leader in her company. Um, she's a top 50 income earner in Canada, which is amazing. Um, and so she's just done so many amazing things in her business in such a short time. So I can't wait to pick your brain about that. Um, but she's also a wife, a mom, and she um, is about to have your, you're about to have your second baby this year. Oh, yeah. So, like, not like just like add some more stuff in life already. I love it. Um, so, Rita, it's an absolute honor to have you here with us today. I know the Girlfriends Guide listeners that are going to just love um, your messaging today. And so, we keep it super real here. Um, so, no fluff, Good. as you know. Um, so, welcome. I'm really excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, this is going to be great. So, I first I want to start by um, I know in your bio because I read um, about you know when you're introduced to network marketing, you know there was some skepticism there, and I love I always love asking that question. So, how were you introduced to this, and what made you join, and what kind of hesitations did you have? So, let's start there. Yeah, thank you. I'm so excited, everyone. Hey, um, so I had been introduced to various network marketing companies over the years because I had been, you know, kind of in the public eye in terms of who I was training. I was training some people who were, you know, pseudo famous and, and I had a good following on social media. So it was normal that people in the network marketing industries would contact me and ask me and I wouldn't even give people, honestly, I I would be erasing messages before I would read them because I had zero interest because I just painted them all with the same brush. And I just thought it was for weirdos who had nothing else to do. I'm I'm being totally honest. I'm like, you keep it real here, sister. (laughs) I was like, I don't want to do that thing. You know, I have a university degree. I have this and I do that. And here with my university degree, I was writing meal plans for people. Go figure. But, um, and they always say in network marketing, it's always about timing. Yes. So I had actually been introduced to the company I'm now with. Um, hello, dogs. <laughs> a couple. This is, this is really keeping me around here. That's real. Um, I was introduced to the company I'm with now, uh, maybe a year prior by somebody else. And we got on the phone once and I thought it was about another thing. It was kind of like a switch and bait. I wasn't really appreciative of the, of the way I was approached. So I, I totally, that was another point that I was like, no, I don't want to be part of stuff like this. Yeah. And then actually when I joined um, this exact same company, it was because I was at a place in my life where I was feeling complacent, bored. I'm a seeker. I'm a cha- I like to challenge myself and I didn't know how to challenge myself anymore. I was doing what I was doing, which I loved, which was competing in the magazines and I had a cooking show at this point. Like I was doing a lot. People could look at my life and go, what does she need? Yeah. But, but Shana, I was bored. 
Yeah. Like I could do everything so quickly. I could write a meal plan, do a template. I could work. I I could do it in in an hour and then what? And then what? Right. No challenge. I always felt kind of depressed. So I think my, my own need was a, was a lack of community. I didn't have connection and community. It was me behind a computer screen, writing meal plans, going to a photo shoot. That was like exciting because I got to be in touch and be around people. So I actually reached out to a good friend of mine who was in the same company and I was watching her thrive for so many years on, on social media. And when they say social media is dead, it's not because that's how I started in this amazing journey because I watched her. I watched her story. I watched her grow both with time freedom, with financial freedom as a, as a person and it's a health and wellness company. So I saw her body. I just saw everything. I'm like, I'm going to contact her. And we were at a point in our lives where we were at a crossroads. We were presented with this amazing project to buy a house in Spain, which was always our dream, but we didn't have the finances to back it up. Mm-hmm. So when I talked to my husband, Dario, I said, well, what if I just tried this out? And in typical Dario fashion, no matter what I say or do, he just says, go and do it. He's never, you know, been the you know, devil's advocate or whatever. He's just like, go. He's like, what have you not done that is not, you know, successful? So yeah. So then I got home, I called her and the rest is history. It's been just over two years and it's been like, it's been awesome. <laughs> and so what was the thing that, you know, cause you, you, you know, obviously you were skeptical and you had, you know, had a mindset around it. So what was the thing that made you go, Oh, this isn't what I thought it was. Like, was it seeing the comp plan, the numbers, the, like, what was it that made you kind of go, or was it just seeing, seeing it's, can we just say it was Lori Harder, right? Yeah. 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 That seeing Lori's life and going, okay, she, you know, she's a friend of mine. She's obviously smart. I trust, you know, like, what was it for you? I think it was just getting rid of my ignorance because I think when we don't know, we, we don't know what we don't know. So yeah. I didn't know it. Right. So I was like, it's just this weird thing. And I just had made up my own movie in my head. So when I talked to Lori and she said, it's A, B, and C, this yeah. is what the products look like. This is what the comp plan looks like. This is called the traction marketing. We, we tell people things we love every day, especially as women, you're doing the exact same thing, but you're getting paid for it. Yeah. And I guess when you, when you just strip it down to the bare bones and say, well, this is a viable business model. Yeah. It's amazing. It's so much better than what I'm doing. And I can plug, I can be an entrepreneur, which is what I've always wanted to do. I hate answering to people, but at the same time, I can plug into the community when I need to. Yeah. It was like, this is the best of both worlds. Why is everybody not doing this? It just clicked. And you know, you bring up a good point because you said you were actually introduced to this before by somebody else and it just felt like a bait and switch. So it's a really good point to the listeners out there. You know, when you're presenting the business opportunity, it's about being authentic and real and you know what this really can do. You don't have to try and sugarcoat it and make it seem like something it's not. Cause that's not, I mean, most of us were looking for something and, and that, that icky feeling you get when you get that whole, you know, it's just oversold, you know? So it's really important to make sure that when you're sharing, sharing it authentically for sure. Um, I love that. So then you jumped in and, and you just started going. Now, what was the first, you know, thing that you did? Cause, cause okay, I'm going to be super real. I'm going to ask you this question. <laughs> no, most people are thinking this. Okay. Oh, well, she was on an oxygen cover magazine. Right. She had tons of Instagram followers. Of course right. she's successful. Right. right. So right. how, you know, when you started, how did that play into your start and what struggles did you really have, you know, in that beginning part? Two things that are there that are huge there. As we all know in network marketing, it's never about you, it's about your team. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning, I was still in the mindset of sole proprietor, of Rita's by yourself. So I was like master enroller. I was like enrolling people left, right, and center, but I had zero team. I had zero depth in my organization. Mm-hmm. And I realized that about a year and it took me a year to realize that because I was doing zero leadership, zero team calls, zero nothing. It was just like, yeah, I was like, I can do this all myself, but you can only do 
that all yourself for a little bit. So I had instant success. Mind you, I burned out of my war market really quickly too. So what I had, I guess this is another part of the conversation, but it's, I had to continually grow my market just like everybody else. So everybody's going to burn out of their war market, whether it's a thousand, 2000 or 10,000 people, they'll burn out of it quickly. And if you want this to be sustainable, you need to continually add people to your network and you have to keep networking. That's why it's called network marketing. It's all about the people and the relationships. But a year in, Danny and I won this thing called leader in action in the whole company globally. And we're going to be entering 17 countries now. I know not as much as is the company um, you're with, but we're fairly new, right? So I was like, this is huge. Mm -hmm. Number one. And what it really means is that you were the person who enrolled the most amount of people in one year. Mm -hmm. I enrolled in our company, which is pretty big, over 250 people in one year, personally enrolled. Mm -hmm. But guess what? I had zero team. So I got home that night from our big convention in Vegas and I started crying. And daddy was looking at me, he's like, why are you crying? Are you happy? I said, well, I'm upset because I don't have a team here to back me up. I'm not here celebrating with anybody. I'm still that lone person. So from that moment on, I, uh, moment on, I decided to obviously enroll because the beauty of this, this, uh, the, the being successful network marketing is like this beautiful balance of, his, of, of enrolling in leadership. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's hard when I see people enroll two people and then they step 100% into leadership mode. It's like, dude, you still have to continue that work to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I really focused on team and leadership and duplication and showing yes. them that, you know, everything I do, you can do. So I stopped talking the Rita talk. I stopped showing my magazine covers. I stopped talking the nutrition science mm-hmm. stuff. And I just use the tools that our company has to offer. And then they saw, oh, I can use this tool and I can use this tool. And my team and I, is yeah, yeah. flourished. It's, yeah. it's been a crazy year in terms of my team's growth. Yeah. And they grow, I grow. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's the whole point of this business is the, the time leveraging, right? So some people can get caught up in that. I can just do it all. I'll sell the products. I'll get out there. I can earn these things on my own, but then you're burnt out and you're tired. Exactly. And that's not the point of this business. <laughs> the point of this business is so you have time freedom. Cause at the end of the day, we can make all the money in the world, but if we don't have the time to spend it and enjoy it, what's the point? What's the right? point? So it's about the whole team building. And that's why, you know, one of the things that I like to share, um, you know, in my trainings and stuff is that the big biggest thing that we do have to offer isn't the product. It's the opportunity. You know, it's the opportunity to change a life because I know, and as you know, what this business can do for our lives. And, um, to me, that's the biggest gift that we have. So it's about stepping into that and and owning that and sharing that first, you know, uh, when possible, you know, so I love that. That's uh, a lesson that you learned. It took a year. Took me a year. But that's the thing, right? This this whole business is lessons, right? Exactly. So, um, you know, with that being said, um, so you ran out of your warm market. How did you, how did you, you know, when you realized that, how did you start getting out there to meet new people? Because you're, I mean, you're super busy and lots going on. So where did you find your next, you know, person? How did you kind of plan that? Well, I think... Because I had said I was behind a computer scheme, writing meal plans in my old position, and my whole purpose of joining this as well was creating community. Mm-hmm. So I, I just decided to leave my cell phone in my purse at the grocery store. I decided to look up at people and walk and pick my daughter up at the bus stop instead of go in my car and, you know, wait or shovel her in. Yeah, shovel her in. <laughs> Actually, like, put your head up and look at these people around you. And I know so many people are like, oh... I live in the, our city saturated. Guess what? Your city's not saturated. I don't know half my neighbors. I just moved into a new neighborhood. That's kind of my next goal is, and the whole thing is, and I hope that doesn't sound bad because my goal is, is not to meet people 
so I can sell them my product. Mm -hmm. My goal is to open my network so that I can have all these amazing people in my life. And I know that one day if they, if they need, if they have a problem, I may have a solution for yes, them. Absolutely. Always continually opening. You know, I talk to everybody on my flights now. Yeah, I'm super busy and I traveled to 11 different uh, cities last year. I was on 11 airplanes, but I took the time on those airplanes to talk to the person beside me, not shove my, my face in my earphones and in my phone, you know, to play Candy Crush. I, I, so it's making a constant decision. It's not about having a lot of time. It's about doing what you can with a little bit of time. Yeah. So what is it that you do daily? Changing gyms. Are you, you know, I have joined every gym I've been to like, you know, yeah, I've, yeah, been too. Right? I've been from the wide good life to body by Legree. I'm at Rep 3K Spin now. Now, I've been to high ignition. I've been to everyone in our city for people who are not from London. But and that's the thing. I, I like it because I like to challenge myself, change change that. But you're also creating new community. It's always about in introducing new people to your community. And you, if you ever go to the local Loblaws here in London, I have the fishmonger, I have the meat guy, I have the fruit guy on on my product because I talk to them. Yeah, you know, to say because you have to talk to them though, you right? Have to like, talk to people. You have to talk to people, and that's wow. that's the thing. That's unfortunately in Canada, especially with our winter months, it, we turn into like these little. We hibernate. We don't talk to a lot of people. We stick with our little circles, and that's unfortunate, right? And and that's one of the reasons we want to eventually retire in Spain because of the weather and the people and it's everything is like belly to belly and mouth to mouth. You know, mouth to yeah. mouth. That sounds bad. <laughs> Conversation. They're talking to each other. Yes, they're talking to each other. They're getting out there. And you know, one of the things that you said too, it's like this. You know, in in meeting people and talking to them, it's not about getting people. It's never about getting people. It's like when you understand what this business can do for. Somebody, whether it be through your product, you know, whether it's weight loss or help with your skin or hair or whatever, it's also and also the opportunity, right? So um, we have to, as network marketers, change that mindset internally that we are not out to get people; we're out to share and help and serve. And that's a personal thing that we have to shift um, when we're out and about, so that we can have those conversations and not be scared. Because I think when you're fearful of talking to somebody, it's about you; it's not about them. Mm-hmm. So it's really a really important point. Um, so that's, I, I'm glad that you brought that up. So let me ask you something, cause you are a motivational speaker and a coach and all of those things. Do you have a coach? Do you work with a mentor? Do you have somebody that you speak to every week? Cause you know, sometimes when we do get in that mentality of I can do it all, sometimes we forget to ask for help. So what do you do um, to help you through your business and everything else in life? I, I do use Lori Harder, who is my, who's turned into a really great friend, but we use each other as sounding boards often. Mm-hmm. And she actually just released a book called The Tribe Called Bliss, which she talks about tribe and women. And she actually, when I started uh, my company, she said to me, you know, would you be open to doing a weekly or a bi-weekly call with these two girls? You don't know them, but I have a really good vibe that the three of you would mesh. Um, And you're all in the same, we're all in the same networking uh, company, but we're, none of us are financially linked. So our conversations, you know, some weeks are about, you know, I don't know, our husbands and how we're mad at them. And then the other week could be, oh, could you help me with this problem I have about rank advancing or about my Mm -hmm. team? How would you deal with it? So I do have this call with my girls and it's so funny because one's in um, California, one's in South Carolina and, and then there's me. 
And we were all just kind of putting it out there that we would love to be pregnant again. We all have one child only. And so uh, Tiffany got pregnant and we were all like, yay, Tiffany's pregnant. And then Lindsay got pregnant. So they're both pregnant right now. And then I was like, oh guys, I'm so jealous. Like this is never going to happen for me. And this is a whole other podcast, but it's been like a nine year journey for me. And when I got pregnant, it was like, oh my God, the three of us in this mastermind, like we put it out there. What else can we get out of this world? But it's this feeling of you need support and you need tribe. And then I also have a mentor in London, England, who is like an amazing woman. She's 60 years old and she pretty much tells me what to do and how to do it. And I listen because she's always right. And actually I think wise. you know Maria. Yeah, Maria oh, yeah. Yeah. She is like my sounding board, my wise, you know, so I, I do, I don't have a coach that I've hired, but these are coaches in my life. People that you have in your life. And I love that, um, the accountability piece, that, that circle you have. And and that's a great tip for anybody who's listening is that if you're feeling lost and you need some help or guidance, like go to your sidelines, find a group, like create that accountability so you can get on a call once a week or, you know, a couple times a month and say, okay, what are you doing? What's working? You know, how can I support you? Cause what you give out, you get back. Right. So having that circle, which is amazing. And you're right. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, as we all know. And so you're spending time with pregnant people. It's crazy though. It's like, what? We're in different states, different countries. I'm like, we're not drinking the same water, but it was like, we put it out there. It's meant to be. I love that. I love that. Awesome. Okay. So, um, another question I have for here. So how do you deal with, because being a skeptic yourself, when you have somebody who comes to you and they're like, they're like, Oh, Rita, that's a pyramid scheme. Like, what are you doing? You're crazy. Like, what is your response to that kind of a messaging, especially being somebody who was there before, you know, like, what would you say to somebody in in that situation? I think you just, you just said my answer, which was because I was there before. That's what I say to them. I understand where you feel. That's exactly how I felt. Mm -hmm. If you're open and if you would allow me to help you understand what this truly looks like and that this is a viable business model and that a pyramid scheme is actually illegal mm-hmm. and that you know me and you know I wouldn't be involved with anything illegal or sketchy. Um, I would love just to sit down and work coffee and just even just explain it to you just so yeah. that you at least have a, a clear vision of what this really is. Yeah. So I love it. Simple. Yeah. And for those who are listening, you can go back, pause and write that all out. <laughs> so you can, cause there's <laughs> words there, right? It's, hmm. it's the, the words, like if you're open, you know, yeah. not saying if you're interested, cause nobody's ever interested, right? It's yeah. like, are you open to taking a look? I wouldn't introduce this to you if it were that, like, I'm not that type of friend. So it's having some of those key you know, words and words are so important in this business to make sure that you're, you know, being able to relate and um, get them to think a little bit differently just to give you the opportunity, right? Just to even, you know, have five minutes to talk about it. So I love that. That was great. Awesome. Um, okay. So I'm going to ask you one more question um, before we wrap up this awesome interview. So many great little nuggets in here. Now, if you were to look back over the last two years, cause you've had a lot of, of, of success, you know, what would you say? One, what would you say is the, the biggest struggle you've had over your time in network marketing? And then what would you say are your top one, maybe two tips that helped you get to where you are today? Um, I'm just going to write something down. Um, so struggles, well, they've been many, but, um, a few have been because I set out to have this huge audacious goal when I started and I didn't get there because I I thought this was totally different network marketing. So I saw some other people. I said, okay, I'm going to be A, B, and C. And when I got into this, I realized that there's so many other levels to this, like self-development and, you know, I've, I've learned so much and grown so much as a person. So I think it would just be 
don't compare yourself with others, right? Because they say comparison is the thief of joy. And, you know, as long as you are continually putting one foot in front of the other and you are continually working towards that destination, it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter that this person got to that rank that much faster. You don't know the circumstances behind it. Maybe they don't have a family. Maybe they weren't at dance competitions with their daughter every weekend. Maybe they weren't doing this or this, or maybe they weren't creating the strong foundation that will be sustainable because I've seen people go to the top and then flop right back down. So don't, just don't compare yourself to others. Just continually put one foot in front of the other and do what you're doing and and continually learn. So that would be my... A tip, I guess, or my yeah. biggest struggle is kind of both. Well, I was going to say, because would you not say it would be a bit of a struggle for you? Because because of your past and being the fitness model and the competitor and all that, when you introduce the business to somebody who's, you know, a mom who has never done any of that and maybe she's, you know, just in a different total path than you are, you know, how do you, how do you show her the way when you have totally different backgrounds, you know? So, you know, somebody like would be comparing going, well, I didn't have what you had, you know? So how do you work that with your team? Like, how does that, you know, how do you deal with that as far as? Yeah, that's been a struggle that's come up many times whenever I'm, you know, helping somebody get their business started. And it's like, well, I'm not you. Or I hear that often in my team. Well, we're not Rita. And and so that's that's been a struggle for me because, no, they're not Rita. But guess what? I don't, I'm not them. And they have strengths that I don't have. And I have weaknesses that they don't have. So if we're continually comparing ourselves, like I compare myself to Lori Harder because she's, you know, been on that many more covers or she's that much more fit. And I would never be where I am. I used I always say use people around you as a source of inspiration instead of a source of comparison. Mm -hmm. So I've always used Lori Harder as an inspiration in my life. And if I need anything, I reach out to her and I ask her. I don't Mm -hmm. say, oh, look at her and her abs. I wish. And then like go eat a box of donuts. I don't, (laughs) right? I'm asking for, I'm asking for help. How did you do this? You know, and um, I had a, a record week last night in our company. I enrolled 31 people in a week and everybody's like saying, what happened? How'd you do this? What yeah. did you do this? And I'm like, there's no magic, there's no magic number or pill. And it's not because I'm Rita or you're Shana. It's because I decided to do something. I put my head down. I did only income producing activities for the week. I let my house slide. My house is a mess. I said to my husband, you take care of Ariana, our daughter. I am just focusing on income producing activities for seven days because anybody can do anything for a short amount of time. So if you work in sprints, I find that helps. That's another tip, you know, work in sprints. Um, God, I could, I could keep going, but that was good. That's good. That's a lot of good stuff. And, and just use the tools. Every network marketing company has an amazing toolkit, right? They have web pages, they have support. You know, we are just meant to be really great tour guides in a really great product or service um, yep. experience, right? So if, if, if you just share your story, so, you know, we always say use the product and then share the product. So if you're just using your own story of whatever it is, better skin, better hails, better apps, whatever it is, and you just share your story and use passion, that's amazing. I always tell everybody that passion, that, 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 that passion on fire is better than knowledge on ice. So yes. even if you do know all this, the, the science like I do, I don't even spew it out anymore. I did the first like month. I was like, <laughs> brah, 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 and people would run off because they didn't care. Yeah. They just wanted to lose weight. They're like, can you just tell me how you lost weight? And I don't want to know about the science. <laughs> so people don't really care. So I learned that the hard way, but it's okay. It's, I wouldn't change my journey 
money for, for anything because I am in a different well, spot right now. And that's the whole thing, right? Those, those things we look at, you know, maybe as a, I hate using the word failure because I don't believe in, I believe it's all learning opportunities. Those stumbling blocks are there to teach us. Um, and, and the other thing that you just, when you were talking there that came to me was that, you know, with the comparison things that sometimes people will compare going, oh, well, she's got all of this and that and everything else, but they're not seeing the actual physical asks that you've done in the course of a week versus them. They're just looking at the followers and the this and the that. And then they don't see that you're actually, you know, sending 20 emails a day or 50 texts a day or whatever. So when you're comparing yourself, you've got to compare, you know, the right things, the action that you've taken, not just what you see on the surface. And I think that's a really important point. Yeah. I love that you said that because I like to actually reward my team with actions instead of their results. Because if you're continually you know, rewarding results and not everyone's getting results. It's, it's not fair, but if you reward or recognize people's actions, that's what matters. I, I spoke to 330 people on the phone last week, 330 yeah. people to get 31 sign up. So do the math, right? It's usually one out of 10 ratio. Well, that's pretty much what happened last week. So if you're not willing to do that, then, then you can't really compare either. Right. Yeah, exactly. And everybody's journey is different. So maybe there are yeah. people who go, look, uh, I don't want to talk to three, you know, exactly. okay. Right. You have your journey. So only, you know, you, you, one, don't compare at all. But two, if you, if you are going to, you know, look at that, look at the amount of action taken, not just, you know, what's going on on the outside and the surface. Cause yeah, 331 and you got 31 yeses. And that means you've got 300 no's, right? That's how you get to the top, ladies and gentlemen. Lots of no's. Lots of no's, right? So I love it. And so it's, it's, it really comes down to doing the do, doing the work and um, just not stopping and and deciding. I I love that too, about making that decision to do it. And I'm, I'm a big believer in that when you make a decision, it changes things. And it's not, when you make a decision, it's not just saying the words it's you make the decision in here in in your heart Mm -hmm. and you know you're going to do something because you it's a feeling it's not just saying i'm going to do something because that we all know can just kind of you can say things and then all of a sudden it just is like oh i'm tired i want to go to bed tonight exactly Right. So I love that. Well, Rita, thank you so, so much for being here and sharing, you know, your words of wisdom on your journey, um, a short, but yet very amazing journey. Um, lots of amazing accomplishments. Um, I know the girlfriends that are listening to this, um, are taking tons of notes. So I thank you so, so much for your time and, um, where can people find you? So if they want to look you up somewhere, where, where can they find you on Instagram you have a website, all that good stuff. Let us, um, let us find you so we can follow your success. Yeah. So I'm on Instagram mostly and and my Insta stories is the daily thing. So it's just Rita Catalino, Rita, R-I-T-A-C-A-T-O-L-I-N-O. Same on Facebook. And my webpage is ritacatalino.com. It's just my name. Well, I'm going to put that in the, in the notes for the podcast as well. So everybody can find you. And, um, so just before I go, one last thing that came up. So social media, you use a lot of social media in your business. I do. I do. I I prefer belly to belly. I'm not going to lie. That's what really ignites me. But the truth of my lifestyle and my busyness is if I didn't use social media, then I wouldn't attract as many people as I do. So I use, I use both. Um, and I would say it'd be like 80, 20 in terms of social media being 80. Um, I use it often. I use it. Well, and it's like the social media, like you said, is the attraction piece, right? It's getting out there so people can find you and then you take it offline and belly to belly, you know, if you're in the same city or if not like this sort of thing. I love Zooms. Like I do Zooms with people all the time. And I'm like, if it wasn't for this, like it's, it's so cool. I was with some girls in Vegas the other day on Monday and it's just like, you know, you feel like you can touch them. I feel like I know them. Right. And if it was just all via like 
send me this, send me this, fill this form and send it to you. You don't get to know the people. The energies, the energies don't get to get exchanged, which is important. So I love it. I love it. Awesome. So if you're not using social media, you guys get on there. Don't be afraid of it. Like Facebook live, Insta stories, all that good stuff. It's a great way to help grow your business. So Rita, thank you. Thank you so much again for your time. I'm excited to share you guys, share you and your knowledge with uh, the audience here today. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Hopefully I see you soon in person. We will. Absolutely. This episode of Keeping It Real with Shana Recker was brought to you by my online course, Going All In. Self-paced course for network marketing girlfriends ready to get some results. With 10 video modules outlining everything I've learned about what it takes to get to the top. Go all in with your business at shanarecker.com. Love this episode of Keeping It Real? Head over to iTunes and subscribe. Leave me a five-star review while you're there. I truly appreciate all your reviews and I feature them on my upcoming podcast. That's it for now, girlfriends. Until next time, keep on keeping on.